0: There we go. What's up everybody? Happy New Year 2021. It is the CBC Wisdom Hour number 121 for January 5th, 2021. I am Steve Wichel in New Orleans. Happy New Year Steve. Tony coming to you live. What's up? (laughs) Chonk is here too and said hello boys right at the start man. He's right on top of it. Like he was in the, the he was in the waiting room the theme the theme is barely over and he's there on on the on the chat so what's I think up, I heard Chung? him singing along with it what's up Chunk? I think I heard him too he's all the way over in uh, Memphis you know not that far um is he is he walking no probably not oh oh I get it this is the song the walking in Memphis song right. <laughs> there you go now you got it uh, so I want to continue this conversation we were just having before we started. We're going to be doing uh, doing this on video like a lot of other people are doing. Now. We're kind of behind the times here with it. But uh, you were just telling me the uh, you got some new equipment coming. So tell me more. You got the webcam, the Logitech, which is the one I use.
2: Yep. I got the same Logitech webcam that you have. It was on sale. It got great reviews. It's HD. 1080p. Oh, yeah. It's
0: killer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ki- killer camera. I got that. I got a new monitor. I got a new computer. I'm getting a new interface for my
0: studio. What interface are you getting?
2: Well, I'm torn. See, here here's the thing. So, I'm I've decided that I'm making the vid- the the studio now f- into full audio media production zone. Okay. So, therefore, I'm going to have all, you know, professional mixing capabilities. I have the software. So, what I did is I started assembling through a lot of research and also guidance through consultants and friends of mine that you know for it's all based on budget right uh-huh. but for a relatively inexpensive amount of money you know you can get like a Logitech interface you know a Logitech which, interface yeah and what that is is it, it's you know so you can either go the route of mixer you know and then get you know have it go into the mixer itself and control the mix in the mixer they have you know interface mixers now they have what they call stage box which is like a A snake, for lack of a better term, you plug it in and it goes into your computer, you know, and then you control all the channels and faders through your software. Mm -hmm. For example, like, you know, Pro Tools or uh, Logic. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the interface is like a little box. You can get it with like two, four, six, up to 16 uh, inputs, up to eight inputs per
0: Eight inputs?
2: Really? Eight, up to eight inputs. And then it has an expansion. The Focusrite does. It's an expansion, an octopri which is another eight channels. So you can expand it to 16 channels.
0: Okay, so it's the Focusrite because you said Logitech, but you meant Focusrite.
2: Oh, sorry. Focusrite, yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Logitech was uh, the webcam. Web. Yeah. And so the interface software, like the interface itself, the physical uh, component, you know, a lot of different companies make them. Personas makes them. Behringer makes them, Logitech makes them. Logitech seems to be the choice of, of everyone. Focus, uh, Focusrite, the Focusrite, yes. Not Logitech, not Logitech, Focusrite, right. The Focusrite seems to be, you know, has good preamps in it. It's it's, they're all comparable to Personas. Yeah. So long, short, but here's my dilemma. Oh. So you know, so I'm making it into a full audio video like production suite. So I'm going to put up some, some GoPro cameras, you know, around the kit. Uh, I'm going to put them, you know, over where uh, other musicians might be standing it, within the studio. So I have the capability, if you come over to Jam, we can record it, audio and video, into, you know, like, real, you know, audio mixing software, like your phone or, you know, like, a real production. Okay. So long story short, being that I have the mega kit, I've been trying to figure out how to mic it. So I've had some overhead mics and... I'm going to end up having to close mic most of it to really get the sound that I want.
0: So that – For this for or for for the, the, the yeah, video yeah. thing?
2: For the studio, for the video audio production. And if I just want to have my kit set up all the time, ready to record at all times, anytime. So you need you come, a
0: mic right yeah. up there to your mouth
2: is what you're saying. Well, no. not No, I have a lavalier mic like when you can pin on your shirt. That, oh. That, that works fairly well. And you can also use a shotgun mic overhead out of the camera scene that will pick up your voice really good. Like okay. if speak, demonstrating or teaching, you know? Right. But the problem is I'm gonna eat up probably fourteen or fifteen channels just with the drums. Right. So if I get a Logitech which is sixteen inputs max, I'll have one extra channel. So I'm debating and I'm going I'm investigating. Personas makes a like a live mixer. It's 24 channel right. it's about you know it's a little bit more bread um, but you but you have you know another eight channels on top of the 16 I so I have plenty for keyboards bass guitar vocals you know whoever wants to you know whatever we're gonna utilize it for gotcha. so but I'm torn because the the focus right you know connects right into the your computer and then it goes right into the software this yeah. personas is meant to control a personas board Okay. which you then you know put into a DAW mode which is a didio, a digital audio uh, workstation. So you have that software in your computer right but'm I have to make the decision if I'm going to go with the personas 12 uh, 24 channel interface that will I have to see how the compatibility is how I'm going to connect it because I'm not buying a mixer with it you know I'm using the software in the computer right. and then so I got a nice 27 inch monitor. So now when I – and not like HD or some crazy thing because I'm really going to be mixing on it. And I'm going to be watching, you know, video – doing video editing on it as well. Right. But, um, you know, so you'll have all the faders and all the tracks up in front of you on the screen. And okay. with your maps, then you'll be able to manipulate it.
0: That's cool. I mean you need some sort of mixer for sure to just – even to just do this thing that we want to do. Um, but the Focusrite, I have the Scarlett. Uh, yes, two- Scarlett. Two i, something two i, two i two. I think it's two i two i two is what it is. Um, and I've had I'd love this thing. I've had this for four years. And dude, I have it set up on my desk here to do this or to do uh, my live streams. That's how my audio goes into the computer. And this thing, it, it just I've just had it sitting here for you know since I basically since I moved into this apartment, which is almost three years ago. And I haven't moved it. I haven't done anything with it. I, I don't even clean it. <laughs> and it's right. and it's and it's perfect. You
2: have the same. You have the same exact thing. The, the thing I was. It's a Focusrite 18i20. Okay. So you get up to 18 inputs uh, right. okay. out of one. You have some direct lines, and you, you know you can you can move some stuff around in the computer to give yourself some extra channels. But physical inputs only has eight XLR. Gotcha. But that has ten outputs out the back too. Yeah. So it's pretty hip, and it's small, and it's like rack mount, you know, rack space. Okay. So you can take the ears off it, and I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm building the desk, and then I'm gonna put it on the desk. I have a shelf, and to put the monitor up. So, uh, you know, within the next month or so, I should be fully set up to at least be ready to do video podcasting with you.
0: Really? Okay. So it's gonna take you that long because um, you don't need oh, that, yeah. all that stuff to do the video. Th- I mean, or do you? I mean, so you're gonna use like. Instead of a, a, a boom mic, you're gonna use or you're gonna use the o- overhead boom and the, the clip on for for this. For,
2: no, no, for this I'll have I have my I have my fifty eight my you know my Beta fifty eight sure mic on a boom arm at the desk at the workstation where the computer is, okay. which I'll be sitting. At, which is gonna be on the side. Gotcha. So, and then I'm going to the drums and the other stuff in the studio will mic up externally or run you know direct line in for. For the instrument, okay, but so that's what like, I was, like
0: a, once it, you have that, once you have that camera, you already have this mic, you know. Just so you're you're pretty much good to go, right? Wouldn't you be? I,
2: I could, but I'd have to. I'd still be using. Correct. I'd have to see. Well, I wouldn't be using this computer though. That's the problem. Oh. I I bought a new computer and it's not coming till the 20th.
1: Oh,
0: I see. Okay. All right. So you're going for the, the swinging for the fences and, and I like it. It gives me time a little bit too to think about maybe wanting to do something a little yep. different different with my setup because it's my setup it's it's set up good for doing a live stream because I use the green screen a lot and I have that on the wall right behind me of the green screen. Um so maybe I'll use a green screen for our podcast too. I don't know. Because the the wall, it's just a wall behind there, and, and I actually have like musical sort of pictures up on the wall that look pretty good, um, so I could use that too. I don't know. I might want to change it up. Maybe put something like branding this show <laughs> behind there, us. There you
2: go. See, I, I, hey, listen, sky's the limit. So the point I'm making is that this would now be a good topic to explore on podcast as far as you know, trying to inspire people to get interested in technology that's out there, and and you know with what happened with COVID and, you know, bands not playing and, and people being apart from each other, you know, the technology's, you know, ramped up quite a bit and the cost has come down quite a bit. Yes. To where, you know, you can definitely buy some higher-end stuff for not a lot of money, you yeah, know? Yeah, for like, sure. Um, like that webcam, you know, I mean, they make webcams up to big money, you know, but that, that Logitech, the, the C920X Pro HD webcam, shoots 1080p you know it looks like a real nice this is the same one you have mm-hmm. you know it, it's like $65 dollars
0: yeah 65 70 bucks it, it's and it's small yeah. it just kind of clips on the top of your computer and uh, you don't even have to think about it and it's adjustable to um, you know up and down at least yeah
2: but up, even like you're talking down. about there's just so much technology and there's so many things out there that I'm just learning about myself of how to get your instrument into your computer. You know, and, and what are the steps required to do that? You Real, know, right? It's and it's exciting, you know, because you know, I've always been an analog guy. You know, mic up the kit, put it through a board, but now you're talking about running it through, you know, a, a plugin basically into your computer, and now you're going to manipulate everything with the software. Then you can do all your editing, your mixing, you know, you can, all your 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 detail work in there. And same thing with the video. They make these easy video editing suites now where it's cut and paste, and you can put, you know uh dialogue over the video you can you can put picture in picture if you have multiple cameras yeah yeah it's it's very cool stuff and it's not real you know complicated anymore it's all plug and play
0: yeah it's it's not i mean you do there is a little bit of a learning curve with some stuff but but for the most part you're right it's cheap and it's easy and and i've been trying to hammer all this home for years really about the technology thing embracing it and using especially live streaming i started going back Watching some of my older live streams when I first when Facebook Live first started, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to do a live stream for for Man Central." I'm going to set it up in my apartment, and I, just watching me. And, and we're going back now, three years, more than three years, really, four years maybe. Um, when, when Facebook, I think it was 2016, maybe even when Facebook Live first started to be a thing. Um, but watching, dude, watching me back. From then, I was just like I was so i mean not terrible, but just uncomfortable like just talking to camera. I was trying to sound <laughs> too a little too rehearsed, which I right. wasn't really, but I was trying to like I'm gonna say this thing, and I'm gonna say it this way, you know, before I went live and, and I mean, it's not horrible, but it's de I've definitely come a long way now when I turn the camera on, I'm just so relaxed, I'm so comfortable talking to camera um i don't know did we talk about this or did i talk about it with somebody else i think I talked. no about, we
2: didn't but it's, a, it's a good keep going you're on a good role
0: yeah i talked about it i think with my friend jeff or um maybe but about
2: about getting comfortable in front of a camera
0: yeah and, and uh, this is actually a good conversation because a lot of people are not comfortable talking to camera uh, and you have to kind of look right into the camera, you know, and you're looking at just this little thing that, and this Logitech thing. And by the way, we're not getting, this is not endorsing any particular products that we're not getting any money for this. What, this is just what I used and, and what Tony's going to use. Um, but it's small, you know, it's, you have to really kind of focus on to see that, that the little camera. Um, and what I found, what I realized this, and then, I realized this first, and then I went back and I started watching some of my older ones. Um, when you're talking to somebody in real life, generally, generally you have a certain way that you talk to that person, and it's going to be different for different people. Like you're going to talk to your your boys different than your wife. You're going to talk to the 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 clerk at the store different than uh, uh, I don't know the mailman or, or I mean there's going to be general consistency throughout because of Who you are but you're just going to talk to You're going to talk to a dog differently than (laughs) I don't know You're just going to you talk if you go Meet somebody for the first time you talk to them differently And you have different things on your mind about How you how you're perceived by that Person whether whether you like it or not or Whether whether you realize it or not Or whether you're self-conscious about it or not You still have An idea of how that person thinks Of you and, and what you're and you Kind of most people Do this I think that you kind of cater The way you are going to be or are, based on the person that you're talking to. Like, you might not say certain things to one person that you might say to another person. You know what? Are you following? Oh, yeah. I'm with you. Okay. So, but when I turn on the camera and I'm just talking, I'm not talking to anybody in particular. And I don't feel, like, the pressure to be a certain Steve, you know? Like, I have to be in front of particular people you know, you just, I have to be a certain way. And and it's very freeing. You know, it's like, I don't, I have no self-consciousness at all or self-conscious at all. Um, And I just, I'm as fully myself as I can be, you know, because I'm not concerned about what anybody thinks about me at all. You know, um, and I'm not, I'm not thinking of one particular, pers- particular person that I'm talking to. I'm just, like, I'm talking me. Just, this is me, man. This is, and, and I'm not worried about making mistakes or not saying the right thing. And then generally when I do those, I have an, an audience to, to interact with. You know, generally there's people that, that are commenting. So it's easy to kind of keep it rolling, you know, with topics and whatever. So the point I wanted to make was it's, it's, it's not something to be nervous about. It's something where you can really kind of be f- fully yourself and not have to worry about what anybody thinks. Once you get comfortable with it, it does take a while, but you got to get started. You know.
2: Well, that's just it. And you, you know, and if you're really not comfortable, then you do some dry runs. You know, like you you just you videotape yeah. yourself and you you like you said you 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 look at different ways of how you you know you just you become more sophisticated. You know. Yeah. It's like you know. Uh, it was great. I saw a great interview with Jay Z, and he was saying uh, he was giving like some, uh, not a commencement speech, but um, something to that nature. And and he was referencing how to what you were saying earlier that he's he is who he is, whether he's in a room with CEOs at you know Pepsi or if he's you know with his friends. Like what you see is what you get. You know and he says and that's what's made him successful because that's how he rolls he talks the same way to no matter who he's talking to he feels like cursing he curses you know he doesn't like feel like he has to be polished because he's in front of people right. that are maybe of a different um you, you know environment or different company than, than he's in you know or industry wise you know right and it's cool so that was just an interesting takeaway from that yeah that you just you, know, you got to be true to yourself and that's yeah. what you were and when you're in front of a camera, you just got to try to be yourself and talk as if you were talking to someone who was your friend, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing, too. That That is a key because when I was saying this, when I was realizing this, I was talking to my friend Jeff, who we, we Skype once a week, Wednesday nights. And uh, and that's where I realized it. I was just kind of talking through this just the way I was now and and realized, yeah, like I, I talk to the camera like I talk to him, you know, because he's – Jeff is, is somebody, and not Jeff Younger, uh, but Jeff, my friend Jeff Zugale, who lives in California. He's a brilliant artist uh, and musician, and uh, I've known him for uh, thir- over thirty years. You know, and and for that time, a lot of that time we were roommates or bandmates. He's he's like he's somebody that could knows me in and out and upside down. You know, and so so I just talk to him like like very relaxed, and, and the, but so that's a good. Suggestion there, Tony, that that talk to talk to the camera like you are talking to your best friend who doesn't judge you at all. Yeah,
2: right. Because you know, and it's funny too. Because if you think about it, if you watch a show on TV, like for example, I was watching Schitt's Creek. Well, at the end of Shits Creek, they, they have this whole like making of you know episode where they show you like all behind the scenes and how they did it. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you are watching any show like that, you don't realize that. The actors and actresses, as they're you know going through the scene, that there's twenty people around them, right? You know, they're, they have a captive audience at all times around them, but they have to act like they're in you know a room with another person. And there's no one else around, you right? Know? Right. So, so you can think of it that way too. Like if you have to be on camera, I mean, you don't want to be fake, you know, like acting a part out. But you just have to think of it as if like just block out of everything that's around you and try to get out of out of your head about the fact that you're on camera. Right. Like you said, you know, and then just speak to it and try to, you know, it takes time to be comfortable with it. Of course, you know.
0: I wonder. Like any, if, yeah, I wonder if it's harder to do it by yourself than it is to do it like in a room full of people that are looking at you. I mean, that might to me that seems like it would be harder, but then than well, again, by yourself. you have an
2: affinity that for public speaking, or you have no problem getting up in front of people and talking. You know, it's the same thing. Right. That's why. You know, some people uh, on YouTube, for example, you know, you can tell that they love themselves,
1: you know, like they just, <laughs> they,
2: you know, they just wanted the attention. They want to be in front of that camera like, you know, like that's but that's a different aura, you know, and then the, the people that come across, you know, that are real successful are the people that are really genuine. They're themselves, you know. If they're loud and flamboyant or if they're quiet or they're kind of soft-spoken or if they're kooky or, you know, they have a shtick. Like, you, you know, but some people are just genuinely like that's just who they are. You know, like they're just talking sure. to you and yeah. straight up this is how it is. So I think like doing a podcast that's on a webcam, you're not – in that regard, you're not talking into the webcam, right? Because you're – you and I are having the dialogue.
0: Right. It just happens to
2: be – camera at the time but you're not looking at the camera talking to steve right right camera. right that's true you yeah
0: know. so you got to be cognizant of that too when, when we're doing. to be cognizant
2: that, right that you're being filmed but it's a good way to think about the fact that you are being filmed and then you can watch yourself back in that manner and 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 make improvements you know yeah, like yeah. anything else. like we talk about when you're playing in a band right yeah, so yeah. you're on steve you're in band you know you want to record yourself you want to you know you want audio and video uh, so you have reference things to go back to. Oh, that was really cool. Do that again. Oh man, it doesn't really look good. Or that look, how, you know, that wasn't that so great there. You know, I I keep doing this thing. I got to stop doing that. You know, I keep touching my ear. You know, like whatever. Like yes, idiosyncrasies and say like, dude, you know, you got to watch out for that and point that to other people in the band. Like that's how they become polished and professional. Because when it's game on, you're on stage. You know, and I guess if if you're not in front of you know a huge crowd of people on a regular basis that you know that would become second nature to you right right like a, like a record, like a touring act you know like when Foo fighters come off the road uh, after doing 300 shows you know they're they're like a machine you know by right. the you know last 10 shows last 20 shows of that tour is like you know they they've been honed the whole time so then you know, when they take a break and then they come back, they still gain from that experience and they've, you know, they're recording and doing professional video shoots and, you know, they're watching themselves in high energy. And it's like, you may act differently when you know you're on camera, not in a fake way, but in a more cognizant way of awareness that you're on camera.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to not think about it like that. You know, you you can't think about the camera. You can't think about people watching. You can't think about any of those things. Yeah. It's really important to, to think as little as you can to, and just be, just try and be in the moment, you know, whatever the topic is. And, yeah. but but yeah, I mean the advantage I've had such, such an advantage, uh, for v- video because I've done so many live streams where I, d- and I always watched it back and that that's it. And I immediately said, Oh, I shouldn't do that. Or, Oh, the, the light should be over here. Or, you know, I mean, there's so many things that I, that I've tweaked over the years with right. it, with it. Um, but but the most important thing is is being your true self being being your authentic self in front of that camera um because it doesn't lie you know people are gonna watch it and you're they're gonna know in a second if you're you're not being genuine right um so you want to do that um but I, I'm glad you you wanted to start the conversation this way and because it's gonna lead into what 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 i i mean it's just it's it's just so friggin obvious for, to me that the, the future is now. The future is the Internet, live videos, um, doing things uh, digitally and uh, on on the Internet. You know, it's just, it's so obvious because YouTube is ridiculous, man. I keep finding, and I keep trying, I'm searching every week to find, like, a video of the week selection, and and I keep finding these people that, I have never heard of before. They're not famous stars or anything, but they're they're killing it online. They're just killing it on the Internet there. And the, the video of the week I have this week is this girl, Marie Digby uh, singer. And I picked I picked the song. I actually this week picked a song and then I was like, I want to find somebody that can cover it that covered the song and did it well. And the song I picked was Slow Burn by Casey Musgraves, which was a, a hit last year or two years ago, maybe. Um, crossover hit. She's a, kind of a country singer, uh, but it's more of a pop song. Um, and I just thought, I was thinking, like, going into the new year, like, how do we want to go into this year? And I was thinking, let's just slow down. You know, let's just stop worrying about everything. Let's slow down, relax, enjoy the moments that, were, that are present, that are now. Um, and this song kind of encapsulates that. It's called Slow Burn. It's a really good song. Um, but I found this girl, Marie Digby. She's from Los Angeles. And she's been doing YouTube videos for 13 years, since since 2007. And it looks like when she started that she was pretty young, like she was in her teens, like 19 maybe. And um, she was singing and then a the first couple of videos and and then playing guitar and playing keyboards too and just picking cover songs. And then by her, uh, I think it was her seventh upload. I wrote it in the in the article, so I should pull up the article and read it, <laughs> read what I wrote because I don't remember. I, I'm trying to remember what the song was, but it was it. She got the attention of this is on YouTube. You know, just somebody sitting at home, recording with a a, a microphone and and sure. and a camera, um, and she got uh, okay. Uh, yeah rihanna's uh song umbrella and this is in 2007 when she did this and umbrella had been a hit uh a couple of years earlier but it was still relatively new um and she did a cover of that and as of right now that video has gotten 22 million views wow yeah and it was it got the attention of people and it was aired on radio stations and then it was picked up for the Hills, which is an MTV show, and used. So, and, you know, 13 years ago, she started this YouTube career, basically. And now, or, I mean, really, 14 years, because uh, it's 2021 now. Um, and she has a, about a half a million followers on Facebook and about 350,000 subscribers on her YouTube channel and millions and millions and millions and millions of views on her videos. Um, and that my friends, makes you money. It really does. It's real money. You know, if you, you start getting into that that amount of views, you're getting those ads on there and you're getting paid for it. And people can do this at home. You know, people, you have a clever idea or you're just skilled at what you do and everybody is unique. So, you, you know, you, you go on there and you be you. You can do well, and and it's that generation that really kind of grasped this thing and, and and ran with it. Of you know the the people that were what is it? Gen- generation Z now is that what it is? Yeah, but that's going back to what you were saying. Like your kids, uh, what are they? Gen Z or um?
2: No, I I think well, because, uh, Jake is millennial.
0: There's millennials and there's Gen Z. I don't even know <laughs> anymore.
2: Yeah, and call a Gen. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Okay. But I'm sorry. again. They're my boys. I don't know what generation they are. They're they're binerts, dude. <laughs> they're legends. <laughs> um. Yeah. They were saying like no matter how many artists there are on YouTube, and no matter how saturated it becomes with the content, everyone has a unique thing to offer. So you're not really competing with other people right. because they don't do what you do. You know, right, and they're not right, right. You not going to look like you and sound like you, and you know that's what like you said developed following and, and you know why are some success channels real successful and others not you know why do some have
0: 200 views and others have 22 million views you know yeah and and the difference is just content it's got to be good it's got to be something that you you would want to watch again or you would share
2: or something that's giving you information like look at rick beato dude with you know what makes this right. song great i think he's got to oh you know 1.6 or 8 million subscribers
0: yeah, and Rick Beato th- does very professional-looking videos. He is very knowledgeable in. He, he's a great musician, and he's very oh, yeah very knowledgeable. It's like
2: going to school, that's why it's so popular because everyone yeah. goes there. God, oh, man, this
0: guy's awesome, you know? Yeah, and he's entertaining too. And he picks these entertaining topics like top ten bass intros and, and just. Right. I mean, it's almost like he has a monopoly on all of them too. Like, how many other topics can you think of that Rick Beato didn't do?
2: <laughs> like, right, I don't yeah. know. but he's been coming up with them in rapid fire. You know, that's yeah. it. Like however many years he's been doing it now, because I think this is his second YouTube channel. I remember reading somewhere that he had another YouTube channel, and then the second one is the one that really took off. Yeah, you know, like you said, not not new to the game, you know, but a talented musician, producer. You know, he's got a full blown studio. He, he he knows his music theory. You know, he's like you said, he's very well educated, and he's he's a slamming player. And he's able to convey that in a way that, like you said, is entertaining and he's genuinely having fun while he's doing it, you know. Like when he's doing the top ten drum fills and he's going through the Asia and Steve Gadd's playing the groove and doing the solo at the end. You know, he's like jamming along with it, you know, on camera, yeah, air yeah. drumming, just having a great time, you know. He's totally into it.
0: Yeah, he definitely means what he what he's doing.
2: Yeah, but that's another guy. Like you said, he's comfortable behind the camera and he's, you know, he, he's... That's the niche, you know, he's, he's explaining to you things and pointing things out in a real, you know, uh, efficient and entertaining way that it pulls you in and you want to watch it. Right. And, and, and you wanna keep watching more. Cause the next one, it's like, Oh, I love that song. And then that's the other appeal to it too, is what makes this song great. It covers so many songs, you know, right. Of all different, you know, generations. Right.
0: See, I have my niche too, but I, I just, uh, I haven't, got, and I'm, I'm saying it. I'm like pounding this, but I haven't really uh, um, capitalized on doing the YouTube thing with Coverman Central. But now, now I am, and and I'm doing an interview every week too, and I'm putting it up on our, our YouTube channel. And the reason I started going back through my old live streams was like I gotta find, I gotta see if uh, I'm able to get these videos and like edit them. And I had tried that in the past, but now, for some reason, I'm able to do that, go back. I guess Facebook updated something, and I'm able to go back to my live streams that I did, like, four years ago and download them. And now that now I can download them. That means I can edit. So I have a ton of them, man. There's a, And I watched one of them where I was talking about the 50-song uh, list, and we've talked about it on this podcast, too. Um, and I was watching through the whole thing. And it was only like, it was like 25 minutes. I tend to go kind of long when I do the live stream. Sometimes I'll go 45 minutes or an hour or whatever. But um, but but often kind of 25 minutes too. But but there was a lot in there. And I'm like, I, I got to just edit this down and cut out the, the, the stuff. Just leave the meat in there and then put that on YouTube. So I have this whole catalog of videos that I can do that with. And I was thinking I'd like to make like a blooper reel video and a best of, and or and and I mean I could do it like on on particular topics I can mix and match stuff so I uh, I mean I have way more shit to do than I have time to do it but <laughs> but I'm gonna do that because it's fun like you said it's fun man if you're having fun with it time doesn't really matter you're right. just you're, no, you're sure. getting it done um, and uh, and people. People you put enough, put the right work into it, you know, learn like you're doing, doing some research. Do a little research to for your specific needs, whatever they are. But the you know, the information's out there. It's you know, on YouTube <laughs> quite often. You can find what you, exactly how to do something. Um and uh, and, oh, get, and, and do even, it.
2: Even with the interfaces, like you're talking about the focus right, yeah. there's a hundred videos on it. How to use it? Oh yeah, it out, yeah. Comparisons, reviews, best uses. You know how they how to hook it up, step by step, pros cons, everything about it. You know, and it's real informative. It'll tell you you can do this with it, you can't do that with it. Yeah. You know, and like you said, if you spend the time researching it, there's a ton of information out there. And like you said, there's guys doing, there's channels that are just reviewing gear, and yeah. talking about miking techniques. You know, or talking about lighting. We're talking about this, like there's very specific topics that you can find on stuff where people are just talking about one thing.
0: Yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it's an exciting time that we're living in, man. This do do-it-yourself culture, it's been like that for a while, but it's especially now because of COVID and everything, where people are forced to come up with different ways of doing things. It's, mm-hmm. ex- I think it's exciting. It's exciting <laughs> for me. Um, me too, man. I, I dig it. But I so. It, with this in mind i found this i was talking to my friend uh uh in Jersey last night and he told me about this youtube channel or this uh this youtube series and uh it's called pitch meeting or, or yeah it's pitch meetings it's it's on this channel called screen Rant on youtube and there's all these pitch meetings videos and what it is is this guy plays two characters in the video he's he's the uh uh, the the studio executive who's listening to the pitch and he's also the screenwriter that is delivering the pitch and he has a format that he's followed and it is it works so he just keeps following the same format what he's doing is picking movies mostly that are already made that have already been out in the theaters or on video whatever and Doing what the pitch meeting would be, if he were pitching that movie, to to the executive, and it is freaking hilarious, man. This guy is so funny. <laughs> he he has all these little catchphrases that he puts in every time, and and when you start watching them, you're like you're waiting for the catchphrase, and you know it's coming, and then you just crack up every time, and it's it's quick, it's super quick, it's, it's super quick edited, and it's the the he puts in little. Brief clips of the movie of the part that he's talking about, and he uh, you know, i mean uh, 'cause most movies are kind of ridiculous, you know, so he kinda is pointing out certain ridiculous things about the movie during his but doing the pitch and and the 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 executive be like, well, that's weird <laughs> you know, like and i i mean yeah. i i can't even convey here how funny it is it, I, I I spent a couple. Probably an hour and a half last night just watching these and i was i was in tears man crying laughing at this guy and i mean there's a two hundred and two hundred and nineteen of these pitch videos and they're all like like popular movies a lot of superhero movies he did um and they're all quick they're they're five minute videos you know they're, they're super quick so it's no there's no fluff there's no anything and that's an important part uh, important thing to consider when you're making videos too like get right to the point you know get right on it um and uh get out <laughs> get your thing done <laughs> and get out yeah. uh but man i really highly recommend this if you need a laugh if you need just need to like just be start like s- crying laughing for a while this is uh this is what you do a pitch meeting it's uh that the the channel is screen rant and then there's a uh uh, playlist or a uh, part of it called super easy barely an inconvenience screen rant pitch meetings but if you just search pitch meetings you'll find it um and, and and again this guy is doing this by himself he's got a green screen and he's got two different images and for for the for the screenwriter he's dressed a certain way and he's wearing glasses and for the executive he's dressed a different way and not wearing glasses. And he doesn't alter his voice for either one. He just uses the same voice, <laughs> but he's just—he looks a little different. The background's a little different, but they're both green screen. And I mean, he could be doing it with the exact same equipment that I'm using right now, with with the kind of mic. He might have a clip on mic or an overhead boom, in there. But but he could be using the same uh, camera, and it's just a an idea. And he said, and he only started doing this a couple years ago. And he explained in one of these videos where he got the idea, and it was from this skit or, or from this bit from this uh, stand-up comedian named John John Mulaney that he did about kind of. It was kind of a pitch meeting bit, but he didn't he didn't even call it a pitch meeting in the bit. But um, that's where this guy got that idea. He's like, "Oh, wouldn't it be funny if, if I made videos of pitch meetings of different movies?" And boom, there you go. I mean, he's got the channel has seven point something million. views. Uh, uh, followers and uh, these videos, 219 videos, 31 million, 131,879 views.
2: Wow, that guy's making some money.
0: Yeah. So you get you get up to that many views, you're making some money, man. You are. It's real money. Um, and just having a good idea. It's but just the
2: subscribers, seven million subscribers. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Well it's seven million to Screen Rant, and this is just kind of part of Screen Rant. Screen Rant does like all sorts of different movie type of videos and he this is his little niche in, in the on this channel. This is I don't think he's a part of any other things on there, but uh um but he's got a great one. You know, what a great idea and the execution. I I mean it's work, you know. He has to watch all these movies. He has to write down the things that he wants to to highlight about the movie. Um, and he has to basically write a script for himself because he's talking to himself, but he's recording one side of it at a time. So he's got to have a script and know what the other guy's going to be saying. <laughs> um, so there's, there's work exactly. involved.
2: Yeah, it, no, <laughs> definitely. N- none of this stuff comes easy. You know, there's work involved, but if you're doing it for something that you're passionate about and you love, you know, it doesn't seem like it's that much work, you know, like I'm excited to spend, you know, a hundred hours learning about logic and all this editing software and, and, and you know, in audio software for, for video and audio, you know, cause it's something that I, I dabbled in, but I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm going to know everything about it. Right. It's going to take time. There's a learning curve to it. But like, like you were saying, there's plenty of guys on YouTube, you know, there's a the guy, Mike Johnston drummer. He's been doing videos for 15 years, you know? And he's got all kinds of tutorials saying this is what this is what I did in the beginning. This is what I'm doing now. This is the equipment I'm using. This is you know, and the same thing. He's shown old videos of his evolution over time. You know, of you know, then to now, and it's cool. You know, and like you said, it's a lot of different uh, things you got to take into consideration. But anyone can do it. Like you said, if you have an idea and you're inspired to, to do it, you know, you, you got to do it. You got to put action to it. You know, and like you said, just make little. You know, steps every day is progress. It's like working out. You know, if you stay with it consistently, you know, after a couple of years, you're like, holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. But, you know, you got to start somewhere and, and just, you know, just
0: keep at it. Yeah. That's why I need a staff. I'm spread out too much. I'm doing too many different things. And, and yeah. if I could just devote my time to, like, one thing like that, I would. I would uh, that would be fun. I mean, I have the material. I have so much, uh, and the ideas and everything. And the same with this podcast, too. I, you know, I could go back uh, and should go back and name these episodes better and put in details in, in the description about it and and then pull out clips and make little clip shows. You know, if we want to take a week off, maybe a clip show.
2: <laughs> best of.
0: Yeah, best of. Because we, well, hey, we, we certainly have enough material.
2: We're going to have video now, too. And we're going to have video
0: now, too, so... And we're gonna be have yeah, at least we'll leave a, a legacy behind. That's Always. C- that's kind of what I think about it, too. Every time I do a live video, I'm like, you know, that's a little moment in my life that will be uh, people will be able to see or I'll be able to see again. It's fun. Even just going back like three years and four years, it's like, oh, wow, okay. really kind of came a long way in a relatively short amount of time. Oh, yeah. You know, it seems like that. If you say this to somebody like, "Oh, yeah, three years ago, I did this," it seems like you you don't think of it as like a long time ago. But what happens in three years? It sure does, and it goes by fast. What's going to happen in twenty twenty one? Only you can decide. You create your rea- your reality based on right. your, based on your thoughts and your actions and your beliefs.
2: Um just got to believe in it and be excited about it and do, do it for the fun of doing it, you know? Yeah. And the good things will come.
0: Yeah. I'm still hoping to do that. The The fun thing that I want to do is filming, uh, uh, doing shows like a like a Life from Daryl's House kind of show. Right, right, right. And I kind of have an update with that a little bit. I was New Year's Eve. My plan was to make uh, uh, those little mini hot dogs, Pigs in a Blanket. And uh, watch the ball drop. But prior to that, I was watching a movie, and I was making a fillet. I treated myself to a fillet on New Year's Eve. A fillet? A fillet. And I hadn't showered in, like, three days, I think. And I was fine with that. Fine with, like, New Year's Eve, you know, COVID year, I'm not going anywhere. And then I get a message at 930 from this girl that I know who she and her husband are frequent visitors of New Orleans and come very supportive of the, the musicians and bands here from Tennessee, but they come here a lot, and especially around holidays. And she's like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm like in my pajamas. <laughs> pajamas having some steak. Getting some steak. Uh, and uh, she said, oh, we're all over here. You should come over. And uh, and it turns out where they were was is relatively close to me. So I'm like, all right. So I took a shower and, and uh, picked up some beer and got over there at 10.30, which to me seemed like a perfect time on New Year's Eve to get to a, a little party. Yeah. 10.30 is, is perfect because there's a lot of people there already, and it's, you know, it's close to midnight, but not so close that you can't uh, get settled and see everybody and get a little buzz on. So that's exactly what I did. I, I went over there, and it was it was great. A lot of people there that I know, Musicians uh, too, and a great vibe. It's my friend Adam. His house, him and Carla uh, are, are uh, a couple, and uh, she's a singer. He's a keyboard player slash guitar player slash singer slash producer, um, and uh, he's a cool dude, man. You'd like him a lot. I don't think you got to meet him when when uh, when you were here. Um, excellent musician, and uh, he's got a, you know, he's got a very chill vibe house there um, and very comfortable and he, he a ton of gear just like, ridiculous how much gear this guy has in his house he's got a grand piano um, and uh, one room that's devoted entirely to uh, a a studio he's got this incredibly huge mixing board I couldn't even tell you how many channels and then two huge monitors in front of him like big screen TV monitors, two of them together. Uh, like the real deal, man, like he's got everything set up. So, uh, I, he's the one that I had asked to be a part of the house band for this, my show idea. Right. And, uh, he was all about it when I told him and he's like, yeah, we can do this and we can do this. So uh, the fact that I was over there on New Year's Eve was like, okay, this is a good opportunity to, to talk to him about that. So we did, we talked quite a bit about it and, uh, he said there's somebody else doing kind of something similar that we could kind of coordinate with and collaborate with and maybe get this done. And we went New Year's Day, we went back and forth a little bit in text, and then I haven't heard from him since, so I need to pick up on that again. Um, But so I'm still moving on it. I don't know if this is going to be the answer either, but ideally, dude, what I want is my own place that I can rent, that I can decorate, that I can make it uh, secure, and comfortable, and just make it what I what I'm seeing, picturing in my head, what I want it to look like, right? Um, but that's you know, it's a total order. But you know, the universe is abundant, and and nothing is impossible. So that's what I'm kind of putting out there because that's how, I really like to have it do it my way, the way I want to do it. Absolutely, I, dude. Well said. Yeah. So, so that's the update on that. I'm not giving up on it, um, but there's not not a whole lot of progress yet. But twenty twenty one, man. Yeah, keep pushing, dude. Keep
2: the momentum on it. He, he you know, Adams on board. He, he's got some resources and contacts. You know, you want to definitely just keep your foot on the gas on that.
0: Yeah, and that's the way to do it, folks. You, you know, because talking about like three years ago, three years ago, we were we. we I don't think we were even doing the podcast yet. Um, and I, I know before doing this, I was like, man, that's something I'd like to do. I'd like to do a podcast. And even before I, I had you in mind, I was just like, I want to do a podcast. So it it from that just desire to do it, enough desire, you, you end up doing it. You end up figuring it out. Like, right, because you didn't know anything about it before you started uh, doing it. No, the, like I didn't know about the focus rate. I, I got that from uh, the guys at Gig Gab Podcast. They're, they're the ones that really inspired me because i i was on gigab podcast before we even did this and right and i was like man i'd love to do something like that like those guys are doing and uh and those guys were the ones that suggested that the this the focus right to use this for and uh, um and that was before we were doing the podcast so i because I, I was going to be a guest on a show and i was like well all right well i don't even know what what to get and he said well I'll get that so i did and i was using a 58 at the time but now now i get the yeti
2: now you've converted the, the yeti
0: is that a usb yeti or is it
2: an xlr yeti
0: it is a usb yeti but it's also got a uh a uh headphone out and that's what i'm using i'm using the headphone out to the to the quarter inch into the mixer ah there you go yeah yeah, you could go USB directly into the computer, but I'm I just set everything up to go to into the mixer, and then I take the mixer out stereo into the Focusrite. So got gotcha. So so if you have and a then, good mixer, and then focus right into the computer. Focusrite focus goes into the computer. Yeah. So so it's like because I'm hearing you through Skype through the computer, but right so that's that audio is coming out of the computer so, so i have to have it come out of the computer and then go back to the computer with me in it so so i just take that out that the the audio from the computer from the mac out to the mixer and then send it back to the focus right and the focus right back to the computer and you have a macintosh computer i do and do you like it? I love the Mac. I was a PC guy forever, um, and this is the first time I got a Mac, and uh, I love it. I I don't know. I guess it's it's better than a PC. I, I have fewer problems with a Mac. So, and that's that's what Mac users always used to say. Like you you know you have more problems with a with a PC. Like, do you want to have to figure out how to you know fix computers, or do you want to use your computer? Get a Mac. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I, I learned a lot about computers by having problems with them. So having PCs all the time was, uh, isn't an, it was an education in computers, like, you know, learning what things are called and how things are used and whatnot. So you don't need to do that much with a Mac. Um, so yes, I do like it. Excellent. It's been very reliable.
2: You have a, you have a laptop or a desktop?
0: I have a desktop. Because I just
2: recently purchased, like I said, a new Mac Mini.
0: It's coming on the 20th. And that's a laptop? No, no, it's a desktop. A Mac Mini. What, what size is it?
2: It comes, It's uh, it's got 8 gig of RAM and 512 gig of memory. And what size is
0: the, the screen?
2: It doesn't. It's a box. It's a seven by seven by inch and a half tall box. And oh. then I had to buy and then I bought a 27 inch monitor.
0: Oh, OK. So,
2: so I'm going to put the monitor up, put the little box on the shelf here, plug it into, you know, the interface into that, into the monitor and boom, that's it. And i got a remote Bluetooth keyboard ready to go. Cool. Because I have my laptop, you know, and I love it. I like got a touchscreen, you know, I bought it like three years ago. And it's great, but it, I, it's not going to have enough horsepower to do
0: all the studio stuff. Yeah, you need some RAM. Correct. Some memory. memory. Yeah, you need some, some firepower.
2: Yep, and these new Mac minis, they have, in addition to the RAM, it's got this transfer memory where if it's running low on RAM, it can, in lightning milliseconds, access... 512 gig on your hard drive and borrow from it as needed. So that's that's pretty cool and that was the one feature that I didn't really know about but again I consulted with people who were in the know and they were like this you know three out of four were saying yes this is the this is the thing you need. Right.
0: Cool man. Yeah you got to do a ton of testing with stuff I'm sure you, you will. Oh yeah. Um it's important to, to testing cuz things will go wrong. And you'll be you like,
2: but you'll just have to be, you know, super overcome.
0: You have to keep moving. That's all. You have to, like, all right, why is sound not coming out at this? Like, you have to figure things out like that. Like, I mean, how many times have we had to do that in this thing? But
2: that's what I was saying earlier about it's easier now more than ever to, to, to take you know, hold of the reins, so to speak, because everything's plug and play. It's Bluetooth. It all talks to each other. You know what I mean? So it's like once you hook it up, it's looking for that device. You you, you know, it should, t- like you said, theoretically all be pretty simple
0: to make it all sync up. It's really, no? It's a little scary, isn't it? Like, where are we going to be in t- <sighs> 10 years, in 20 years? Right. right? Yeah. If we're here at this place now, are we going to be able to I mean I don't even know like it's it's just going to improve as technology always does but to what what like what's the thing that we're lacking that we want that we want to improve on it's
2: not going to be found in technology no well that's true
0: oh speaking of that did you watch the movie I did you did oh wow we got six minutes let's talk about soul <laughs> let's talk about soul pixar soul i've seen it twice now now.
2: Um, i gotta talk about it on tuesday with steve i know what i'm
0: talking about yeah yeah it's it's just uh yeah all right go go give me your thoughts
2: so basically like he said in a nutshell you know he had an experience that inspired him to pursue you know a life of his dreams and you know he was trying to teach the little soul that like you know that the little soul didn't want to go into earth. It was fine not existing, you know, and he was saying that you gotta exist, you know, and you have to experience all these things. And right. you know, he, he learned a lot from from like uh when he went to the barber, you know, not to spoil it for anybody, but the guy was like, We never had a conversation like that and he's like, Well you never asked me that question. Right. You know, so but meanwhile I... it was the other it was the other guy, you know?
0: So overall
2: you liked the movie, yes.
0: Yes? Oh yeah, I did. I, I did. I liked it a lot. Liked a lot. I loved it and I would watch it again. Um, yeah, it was good. I, I watched it. Me, Karen, uh, Cole, and his girlfriend watched it. Excellent. Um, yep. there, there's a part. See, the, the premise of the story is there's this musician. He is a uh, jazz pianist, and or pianist, and he's always wanted to have that dream big gig and never quite got there and always kind of went to auditions and didn't quite get the gigs and but super up, talented. Super talented, ends up being a junior high school music band teacher. And with kids that are just, you know, like kids are in junior high school. And, you know, they're not very good, but then there might be one student that's kind of shines. And uh, there's that. And he's frustrated, but then he, he gets this opportunity to play this gig with this star, this saxophone player who's who's famous or at least famous for that that area, and it, for him it's his dream gig, and he gets it, and, and then he's walking out, and he's all psyched about it, and then he walks into a manhole and dies, and and then and then they we see the afterlife, and he ends up in this place called the Great Before. There's the Great Beyond, and he did, and there's the whole tram to get to the Great Beyond, and then he's he's like, I don't want to go. I got this gig. I I don't want to I I don't want to die. He jumps off the tram. And I don't want to be dead. Life so he ends up in the great before which is a bunch of souls young little souls that are that are not have not gone got into a earth and got into a body yet and they're they're cute as hell and they're just bouncing around and they can fly around and and he uh, he finds his way to he, he meets another uh, soul there who is a little bratty and and, and difficult and they become uh connected and he ends up getting back down to earth and hilarity ensues from there so i don't want to give it all away but
2: I don't want to give it all away. but it's very entertaining it's a good message it's a feel-good you know reminder right yeah. that you gotta you gotta stay inspired every day be excited about life yeah
0: and there's a yeah exactly you gotta live life live it now the, the thing with the pizza like <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like ecstatic <yeah. laughs> over how it tastes. Like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Um, but there's a part in the in the the afterlife, and they call it the zone, and I loved that idea. Yeah, like, that was cool. You're in the zone, and it's just all, all these kind of souls floating around, and they they refer to the zone as the space between. Uh, what was uh, man? I wish I, I wrote that down. What the what the wording was. I meant to remember it too, but it's just like the space between, uh, spirituality and, um,
2: and and reality. I think it was
0: something that wasn't the word, but something like that, just that space between where you're just in that, you're in the zone. I mean, the people that have been in the zone, know the zone, you know, the zone.
2: Oh yeah. I know the zone well. And the zone, like you said, you can't really describe it. You know, when you experience it, when when you're there, you know, you, you want to savor it, you know? Right. So Cause it the, doesn't you can't it doesn't always happen you know you're not always in the zone but th- there's right. times where like you said it's just all the things align and I think it has to do with being comfortable and being relaxed you know and really being engaged and in the element of, of what you're creating you know that gets you in the zone whether it be music or, or art or anything you know work anything that you're passionate about and that you you know you're good at and that you do you, you become – like you said where you, you don't have to think about
0: it it's just you you, you engage a flow of energy yes beautiful thing to experience in life and experience in that movie so i highly recommend people go check out that movie um it's on disney plus again not a commercial we don't get paid for that by disney really should
2: but it was just a good cartoon you know fun movie
0: yeah animation is spectacular music the sound the score Resner. uh just right. brilliant and uh good stuff all right man we reached an hour www.coverbandcentral.com go sign up for a profile for you your band or both and check out the YouTube channel where I'm putting videos up now you just search Coverband Central on YouTube you'll find us and there's older stuff on there too Uh, but I'm really focusing on that I'm loving me some YouTube it's the way to go Uh, Happy New Year everybody be safe be healthy do something cool have fun
2: watch me too